have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys, and welcome to Straight From The Chest Podcast. My name is Justin Groth, and I'm your host on this personal growth, personal development podcast. Listen, if you're new to the show, the channel, I just want to welcome you. I want to thank you for being here. If this is your 300th time tuning back in or anything in between that, thank you for your continued loyalty and, and listenership. It means a lot to me. And if this is a podcast you derive value from or you believe anybody else would, please Share with them, share with others, share it on your on your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, link the podcast, uh, tag myself at Justin Craig Groth is my Instagram handle. I'd be much appreciative of that and I just thank you in advance. So, uh, you know, many years back I started doing videos, guys, and I, I started doing short stories on Instagram and I quickly found out that once the camera is on me, I become sort of a different person. And that didn't sit well with me because that's not how I navigate in real life. I mean, a part of the reason why I think I've been somewhat successful as a personal trainer is because I've been real and raw with the people that I interface with and people find value in that. They can go anywhere and find anybody to be fake to them. But people, even though they might not like to adopt this understanding, they value when people can be real with them, even if it doesn't benefit them in the time that they're, that they're, uh, having the conversation with you. So that's why I think that I think that when I'm, when I'm in, when I'm have the camera in front of me, rather, I don't know how to be. And a lot of it is also, I want to be accepted. And there's, even though I'm, I'm, I may talk in a certain fashion. It doesn't mean that I don't still want to be received and accepted by those that view me because I do. And coming into it, I didn't really know how to be. So I just thought I would be more quote unquote lukewarm or neutral and a funny guy kind of, uh, you know, and then I realized shortly after that, it wasn't really serving my, you know, who I was and what I mean by serving is I just didn't feel, I didn't feel right by it. And it also was very watered down in terms of the version that I am. And so then I started to produce content that was more me. And I'm going to tell you one thing happened. One thing that happened was, well, two things happened. One was I got some negative feedback. And whereas before I would get like laughing emojis and, Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And you know, um, accolades to some degree, but more neutral, if anything. And now I started getting feedback that was sort of critiquing and I wasn't used to that because I was new to the, I was new to this whole video making situation. And, uh, and on top of that, I, I also wanted to be accepted so I didn't like the fact that I could critiques, but then I started to develop a callus to them because I started to get so many. And that's just what happens when you start to, when you start to 
promulgate and dispense with your authentic self. And most of the time, guys, the authentic version of who you are is not always rainbows and sunshine. Sometimes there's some darkness to it. But I I dispensed in those ways because I wanted to be relatable. So now I was more concerned with being relatable to people instead of being accepted. And I'm going to tell you when I made that shift of understanding that I want to be more relatable than, than necessarily accepted by people. To me, that was more transferable if I'm relatable. And if I'm more relatable, I'm probably going to be more penetrable. And that means a lot to me. So it means more to me to be those ways than to be accepted because accepted is really just kind of lukewarm at the end of the day. If, well, I shouldn't say just lukewarm, but there's a lot of lukewarm to it when you're trying to dispense with something that could better somebody. You're going to understand that there's going to be division in your message when you pick a side. And when you're a certain way or when you allow your certain ways to come across and you, you do so and you kind of take the mask off bravely and boldly, there's, there's a consequence to pay for that because not everybody's going to like what you say and not everybody's going to side with what you say. And you have to be okay with that. If you're more concerned with being relatable, which is going to be more penetrable and adopted by those who value what you say and can actually utilize it in real life. So that was most important to me as opposed to being accepted. Although obviously, look, I still want to be accepted. I can still value the term accept in my life by others. You know, I'm not one that likes contention with others or confrontation. And so, you know, moving forward, that was something that in my life, I knew that I had to, to, I had to deal with, or I had to make a, a I had to make a, a judgment call where I wanted to go. So I chose to do that and to be that instead, the more transferable, relatable, penetrable voice, as opposed to the accepting one that was just kind of, you know, didn't really have a, a directive or an authority towards whatever I was vocalizing. And now that I have the podcast and I'm on all major platforms, there's definitely more, more contention, but at the same time, I choose to not view those comments and I choose not to in, engage in those sort of things because I just want to focus on the content at hand. And that's sort of the mission at bay here. Now, the, the average person has something, but they're oftentimes too concerned with how they're going to be received by the other person or by the crowds of people. And that can, that can oftentimes dilute or muddy the waters of the person trying to do what they feel like they should be doing in life. And a lot, a lot of times it's not just starting a business. And even if it were starting a business, like there's a vision attached to a business, we can all agree on that. Well, maybe your vision isn't the same as other people's visions and the way they see that, how your business should be run, but because it's yours and because you 
you have a certain way about you and this is how you're expressing yourself through, albeit through your business or whatever, you have to be willing to understand that there are going to be people that don't necessarily receive the things that you want them to receive in the ways that you want them to receive them. And the, the more that you can get wound around your vision and your ways of doing things and the way that you, what, I guess what's, what embodies you without, without having to levy on people's accolades as a source of drive towards whatever you do, you're going to be very, very powerful and you're going to become a force. And even if that particular thing doesn't work out, That's life. Life's about failures. It's not necessarily about successes because your failures will lead you to your successes. They'll help you to navigate the waters of what works and what doesn't work. And those are always more of the, the, the piercing, I guess, lesson that causes you to circumvent your circumstance in in the time and become better as a result. And that's always the game being better. So, and really who you were four or five, six, seven years ago or months ago, is going to be, is going to be drastically different than who you are now. And it should be that way because your whole life is about evolving. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that cannot get out of that box of, I just want to be accepted. And even though they don't think like they don't talk that way, that's the way they move in life. And they're constantly in a state of, in a state of, um, apprehension towards the certain thing that they want to do, that there's certain thing that they want to promote. They want to create because they're allowing the possibility of others viewpoints or others critiques to really just muddy what could be something great for them. And if, and if they just, if they just put more stake in their own game and they went out on that limb, so to speak, and just allowed themselves the possibility that this thing could could be something great or it could be another one of many failures they would derive so much more value from that because what it would bring them is confidence confidence in the fact that they can fail even if it failed they can fail and they can get back up and do it again and there is there may not seem like there's there's value or utility in that But I would argue that that is the most valuable when you can come from a failure, come from being bankrupt, do your all, do your thing all over again, circumvent your situation and, and really bring out something that was, that really is dormant in you, was dormant in you, but now is known by the world. But that wouldn't have happened if you didn't go out on a limb first off and foremost in the beginning. But you need to bet on yourself more. You just need to. And you need to bet on the authenticity of who you are. At, at, I, I think 
that is the most important thing. Betting on your own authenticity. That's going to bring you home. That's the thing that's going to bring you home and, and really make this thing something of magnitude. When you can be yourself and you attract your crowd with being yourself, with whatever you are, whatever business you have a vision for, whatever thing you're trying to create, whether it's media-based, whatever, your movement in life predicated on on its authenticity is going to be the thing that gets you to where you want to be inevitably. But most people have a hard time displaying their authenticity because they just don't quite know for sure if it's going to be well received. And I understand it, but there has to come a time where you just, you make the decision. I'm going to willingly cause division in my life because this is what I stand for. This is what I'm willing. This is the hill I'm willing to die on. No matter how many times I fail at it, this is the hill that I'm willing to die on. And you have to make the, you have to be clear with yourself over what hill that is. And it's something that it's a, it's a very noble pursuit. Once you figure out which hill that is and follow it all the way through. And there, you know, the thing is guys, when you're traveling up that hill, so to speak, that you're willing to die on, there might be, there might be beaten paths on the side that you can go up as well that will lend you to the same path. And what I mean by those, those beaten paths are kind of metaphorical to other ventures in life that also will lend favor to your being or favor to your, your creation of who you are and what you're going to offer this world. So it's not just one, one, one linear path that you might be following. There might, that might branch or divide into other paths that you didn't even know existed, but because you're, you're because there's, you're not willing to negotiate and you're going up this path of this hill that you're metaphorically willing to die on, you may come across other paths that will often be like almost like sister paths, so to speak, if you will, that will also lend their favorable hand to you in the climb towards that hill. So you might branch off in other words. If you believe in something and you're noble in the pursuit and you're consistent in that pursuit and you're authentic with it because that's what everything was predicated on in it initially, then you may have more than what you even set out for. That's what I'm trying to illustrate here. You may embark on more than you were even understanding you would, you, or you even fathomed, but you won't know that if you're not authentic and that's where it starts guys. You have to be authentic with who you are, no matter who takes well to it or who doesn't. And honestly, you, we, you, me, all of us are born with something that's, I would say, I don't want to use the word great, but it's profound. You and I, and all of us are born with something profound. We all have certain abilities that we do a certain way that maybe nobody else does. And then also maybe you do some, some things that other people do well at the same, it's, it's all kind of, maybe you do things that someone else does that's kind of the same or, you know, 
not everybody is a is a basically an Elon Musk or an Einstein or a Jeff Bezos. Not everybody is that. And it would be wrong of me to convey that. But I will say that you do have something, but it also is your obligation and job to figure out what that is. And then you follow it all the way through. No matter the failures, no matter the hiccups, no matter the hurdles, you follow it all the way through. If it, even if it takes you 15, 16, 17 years to develop or just 17 months, whatever, it's your job and obligation to follow this thing all the way through. And that is what you call your pursuit. But every one of us is born with it. You just have to figure out what it is. And I'm telling you that it comes a lot easier when you're authentic, authentic with your vision, authentic with your voice, authentic with your movement in life. And it's a funny thing. Opportunities end up manifest. Now I don't want to use manifesting, but they end up materializing when you're more authentic. You know, you've heard about the comedians that try to act out a certain way on stage and they, they end up bombing incredibly hard. And once they morph into what is actually just them from a natural standpoint, they end up killing. Why did they do that? Because clearly, clearly there's evidence that, and it's right there that when you're your organic, natural self, you display, you convey, you illustrate things in a way that not only one is more, is more analogous to who you are, but because it's that it can be received better because you have everything on the back end, the behaviors, the tonality, the expressions, everything comes out very natural. And because of that, it's more, it's better received by the people that are viewing you or listening to you. But if you're just basically script reading here or trying to imitate somebody that once did it, you're just going to be a copycat and it's not going to be organic and it's not going to be, it's not going to be conveyed the same. And you lose people in the process. So listen, even though you're going to mess up doing this, even though you're going to fail, even though these, this isn't going to work out the way you'd like, the point is you have to keep following that with an authentic sort of footstep and you have to, tr- you have to decipher which mountain do I want to die on? Which hill do I want to go up and die on? And that's the hill that you travel up. And again, because you don't know where this thing is going to lead, you may encounter other paths that lead you to other opportunities because you've chosen to be your authentic self. And there's a lot, a lot of utility in that. It's almost shunned or it's, it's sort of, it's sort of diluted based on what we interface with on a daily basis with social media, with 
you know, people in the world, look, it's more so media based because you're going to come across a lot of people on media that are just going to show you everything that's great in their life and nothing that's bad. And that's a problem. That's a problem because there are a lot of things that are bad in life. There are a lot of things that happen to people that are negative. I would say that 90% of the things that happen to you are shit for the most part. There's only like a 10% or so ring of things that happen to you that are positive, that are like, that are, that are mind blowing positive, that are like just opportunity based and, and you know, come in the form of financial freedom, etc. Like, but here's the thing. Your job is to get through the 90% shit so you can see the 10% great. And those things that that's, that's going to happen for you. But if you're not, if you're not hardened to the fact of following the authentic noble pursuit that you, that you've, that you've laid out for yourself, understanding that there are going to be 90% shitty days, but that 10% of them are going to be the 10% of, of the hundred percent entirety is going to be great. And you live for those days. You understand that the 90% doesn't mean anything. It's just a part of the process. But this is what I have to, I have to endure these things. If I'm going to make it to what I, what I'm called to exist on or what I'm called to exist really for and what I'm going to leave behind when I'm dead and gone. But that's all, again, it's all predicated on you being authentic with yourself, real and understanding that you can't be someone else better than you can be yourself. And if more people understood that, more people would be fucking better. Done.